Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Our confession of faith together. Let's go. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you two things. We are open and we are ready. Say, speak, Lord. I'm ready to hear. I believe the word prophesied. And my next 12 will be my best 12. I'm sitting next to somebody. Say, I'm chatting with somebody. But at the end of the year, we will have one testimony. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are glad. That's where we started this series. Psalm 126 say, and the Lord has done great things for us. And we are glad. I'm going to give you one more opportunity to practice what you're going to be saying on December 31st, 2022. Say, the Lord has done great things for us. And I, we are very glad. I need you to practice. I need you to practice. This is going to sound so weird, but I heard the Lord loud and clear. I need you to get your wallet out. 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 I'm not, you're not going to turn it in. You're not going to pass it down the road. I need you to get your wallet out. All right? I need you to get your wallet out. You got your wallet? You got your wallet? All right, here's what I need you to do. I need you to speak this prophetically over your finances. You ready? Because today's message, we're going to talk about that. I need you to make this declaration and say, and this year, this will have an anointing it's never had before. I just heard the Lord. Y'all got to go with me. Say, I'll be like Solomon 
Say, great wealth will come my direction. Say, great favor will go before me. Every day of my life. Say, I'm practicing getting ready for what this year is going to yield. In Jesus' name. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. So this series, uh, the last message is today. It is called Weird. And 2022, you're going to witness a weird year. I told you that I was in Birmingham, Alabama on October 21st, 2021, when the Lord did something weird. Literally, all of the planes on the airline were completely grounded because of a server issue. Not a mechanical issue, not a labor issue, but because of a technological issue. The system was not speaking properly to the planes. And because the system was not speaking properly to the planes, they said no plane can take off. Watch me. For some of you all, you have been in a standstill. You have been in a place in certain areas of your life where nothing is moving and nothing is happening. And you would literally feel like you are circling around the same thing multiple times. Please hear me and let me prophesy to your 2022. Watch me. It's like there's been a server issue. There's been a communication issue. We're not getting anything from headquarters. We're not getting anything from God. We're not hearing what the next step is. Can I tell you, God had to hold you back for just a moment. And do something weird so he could give you some weird instructions. Why? Because come February, it's takeoff time. I... I ain't talking to everybody, but I'm talking to somebody. Your plane felt like it was grounded. So in areas of your business, of your life, of your future, felt like they were grounded. But God says, watch me. I needed to give you some weird instructions so that you would be able to take off come February. Just for those of you that believe February is going to be a takeoff month for you. I need you to worship God for five seconds right there. Go five, four, three, two, whatever. Somebody say take off. Your sales are about to take off. Your business is about to take off. Your relationship with God is about to take off. Your prayer life is about to take off. You're going to be faster in February. You're about to be more spiritual than you have ever been. Everything about your life is about to He did something weird so he could give me some weird instructions. He grounded the planes for an entire airline. And you may say, Bishop, it wasn't all about you. Oh, yes, it was. See, I have something called pronoia. Pronoia is the opposite of paranoia. See, paranoia says there is a vast conspiracy against you, and everybody's working to try to do something against you. And that's not scriptural. Uh, pronoia is. Pronoia comes from Romans 8, 28, and says, and we know. Uh, now, you missed the first part. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love them. Say all things. Pronoia says there's a vast conspiracy in the earth where everybody is working to benefit me. I just believe God shut an airline down and did something weird because he needed to give me some instructions about what 2022 was going to be. What if I told some of you all, you don't even recognize who you are to God. There are certain things that he did to entire organizations on your account. There are certain things that happen to other people on your account. God says, I'm so into you like that. Psalm 37, 23. He delights in the details of you. That God says, listen, everything is working for your good. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It's a vast conspiracy. Say, it's a conspiracy. I don't like the way you said it. Say, it's a conspiracy to benefit me. 
If they fire you, that's part of the conspiracy. If they leave you, that's part of the conspiracy. If they give you something, that's part of the conspiracy. If they take something, that's part of the conspiracy. Watch me. They are all working together for your good. So the airline is shut down, and God says, son, it's going to be a weird year. I said, God, you cannot ask me to preach weird. I said, that sounds weird. Like, who wants to walk around talking about, I'm having a weird year. I'm a weirdo. I was meeting with one of the leaders because they had studied our series. And so when I walked in this past week, everybody went, Shalom, Bishop. I said, Shalom, y'all don't know Shalom down here. And so we've been studying you. We've been studying how you do what you do. We've been studying your excellence. We've been paying attention. Here's the deal. And then, and then while we're there, he was like, oh, no, and I understand. I'm a weirdo. While we're sitting at the table negotiating the deal, I said, well, come on then and give me some weird favor there, sister. I said, God, you can't possibly want me to preach to people that, that weird, come on, and weirdo, like that's crazy. He said, look up what it means. And what did I find? That there are five different definitions. Y'all better have this one after this one, all right? Watch me. I've been drilling this every single message, every single prayer, every single preview, because this is what your year is. Here's why I like five. Five is the biblical number of grace. It's the biblical number of favor. It's the biblical number of supernatural. So the fact that weird even has five distinct definitions means that the, the word itself is a word of favor. Watch me. Culture tried to make it a negative word, but God says, I never meant it that way. And for some of you all, you've even had people say stuff to you. You're just weird. You're different. That baby, guess what? Show am. And I'm proud of it. I don't want to be some regular L7. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I was sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. I wish you check your road and make sure you're sitting around some other weird people that have not come to be average, have not come to be normal, not trying to fit in with everybody else. I can't fit in and change it at the same time. Five definitions. Number one, doing your assignment. This is going to be the year you do what you were sent to the earth to do. This is going to be the year you do what you were created to do. You will not be working for a check. Which means for some of you, you're going to make decisions that are not based on the offer amount, but they're based on the assignment. I need you to say, I understood the assignment. I Second definition, supernatural, unnatural, unearthly, unreal. You're going to look at some things this year. You're going to be like, this is unreal what's happening for me. This is unreal what's happening to me. It's unreal how, what I'm doing. Because for many of you, you're about to get out of your comfort zone. Because for some of you, you're about to do what I'm doing this year, jump. You've played it safe your whole life. Watch me. God says, this is going to be a year you're going to have to just jump. I think there's about maybe five of y'all in this building. And maybe a hundred of y'all online. But if you know there's some jumps you're going to have to make this year, it's unnatural. It's not like you. It's unearthly. It's unreal. I just need you to hop up with me one time. One, two, three, jump. That's what I'm doing all year. And when I jump, heaven's going to catch me. And when I jump, God's going to back me. Third definition. It is uncanny. That means strange. It's going to be strange when you check your bank account and say, where this come from? I just heard this in the spirit. Can y'all let me flow? I just heard this. Uh, watch me. Uh, Monday's going to be a day of approvals. January 31st, 2022 is going to be a day of approvals. I just need you to practice what you're about to get in your email. Say approved. Say approved. Say your increase is approved. Say your request is approved. Approved. 
I heard the Lord say right there, I am literally turning the hearts of people right now. God says, the weirder your praise, watch me, the weirder I'm going to turn that heart. They're going to see your name. And they said, we weren't going to do it for anybody else because we made our decisions on Friday. But come, come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube, type it, approved, approved, approved. Come on, app, type it, approved, 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 approved. Mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, unexpected. Now, Bishop, how do you know that my year is going to be this? Well, one, because this is what the Lord said. But number two, your year will be this because not only did the year change, but you're changing. You're about to do some things that are strange for you. You're about to forgive some people you were determined to hate. That's strange for you because everybody in your bloodline holds grudges. That's strange for you because everybody around you is negative and here you are waking up with a positive attitude. It's strange for you because everybody else is saying, girl, just get this job and work this job. And you say, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think I'm just supposed to work one. I think I'm supposed to create some. I wish you were sitting next to some weird faith people that said, I know you want to stay in the boat. But call me Peter then, because I'm about to walk on water. I'm about to walk on water. This is mysterious. This is abnormal. This is mystifying. This is unusual. This is unexpected. You're about to do unexpected. You normally wait on stuff to come to you. This is going to be the year you go get it. You normally celebrate everybody else getting theirs. This is going to be the year you go get. Here's the next definition. Zany. It means unconventional, unorthodox, surreal, crazy, in left field. You're literally going to be expecting it from one place. It's going to come from another. This is why it matters how you treat people you don't think you need. Because the one that you refuse to elbow the Lord could be telling them pay their debt off. And they prayed to themselves, if they Elmo be, I'm about to write the... Y'all not saying nothing to me? I went to see something while I was in Atlanta, and I got to keep my words about this uh, 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 as, as concise as I can. But while I was in there, uh, they said, well, well uh, Bishop so-and-so normally meet with people. I, I wanted to meet with them because I was looking at something. I said, well, I want to meet with them. And so when I meet with them, he says, Bishop Foreman. He says, oh, oh no. He said, I had to meet uh, with you uh, uh, because of Atlanta traffic. I ain't going to tell you how late I was. I'm just going to tell you it wasn't excellent, but I couldn't do nothing about it. Right? I, 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 it, it but every delay. So we get in there, and he said, oh, no, I know exactly who you are. I get your stuff all the time. He said, me and my wife, we know exactly who you are. We know exactly who Harvest Church is. We know exactly what Harvest Church is doing, and we're excited about what you're about to do. You were expecting it from one area, but it's going to come from certain totally different. Oh, watch me, watch me, watch me. L look at me, look at me. You were expecting certain people to help you, but it's going to be the people you didn't expect that are going to get it done. Yeah. Say left field. Left field. Crazy. crazy. You're like, this is crazy. What's happening to me? Because for years, you've clapped for other people. You celebrated other people. You kept your heart from being a hater. 
and you said, I'm going to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. And maybe my rejoicing with you will be a seed into somebody rejoicing with. Elbow somebody next to you said, they're about to rejoice with you there. Come on, 915. Come on, online where the majority of us are. Somebody say, there's about to be a party in your honor. Tell them. You showed up to everybody else's celebration. You showed up to everybody else's party. Let me prophesy to you, 915. It's about to be a party in your honor. It's about to be a party for what God's doing in your life. If you believe that, release a praise for three seconds. Go, three, two, one. Say, it's my party. Bishop, give me Bible to back that up. Oh, I'm glad you asked for Bible because that's all I want to give you is Bible. David was... Watch me. He was in the field. Watch me. He was left in the field. When the man of God, Samuel, comes to his father Jesse's house, and he says, the king is in your house. He brings seven of his sons. I mean, he brings seven of his sons. He parades them in front of Samuel, the man of God. The man of God holds up the horn of anointing oil and says, if the oil flows on any of them, they are the ones. Pay attention. They were the expected ones. You and I are the unexpected. See, there, there's some people everybody expected to do well. Everybody expected to win. But you, watch me, you were dealt a bad hand. And people were like, they may do something, but I don't really know what they're about to do. It's a good time to have your name. It's a good time to be sitting in your seat. It's a good time to be streaming from where you're streaming from. Why? Because you weren't just in left field. You were left in the field. David was left in the field. They didn't even invite him in the house because they were like, this would be crazy that the youngest son would be the one to be king. Certainly it's going to be my oldest son. No, certainly it's going to be the next oldest. No, certainly it's going to be him. He looks like a king. No, I'm going to go through seven of his sons. Seven is the biblical number of completion. And then Samuel, the man of God, says, something weird is going on here. Because even though all of these guys look the part, they are not the right fit. You got to hear me for your 2022. Watch me. Everything's about to fit like it's supposed to. For you single people, you're going to be glad you didn't settle because God needed to get you to right. Everything in your life is about to fit. I need you to open your mouth and holler, fit. So, so he's left in the field. He's not just in the field. He's left in the field. And the Bible says that they have this great celebration because when a man of God would come to your home in those days, we had a great celebration. He had all of his entourage and all of his sons. They were gathered. He had servants. He had food. It was just this amazing spread. That's where you got in the south where the preacher would go to people's houses after church on Sunday and eat. This is where you get it from. It's right out of the scripture, right? Pay attention. So, so David's left out in the field and there's this party going on in the house. David sees the party. If you don't shout off of this, listen, David sees the party, but he says, I'm not invited to it. And for many of you all, you've not been invited to the little clique, okay? You've not been invited to the little gathering, y'all. You've not been invited. They didn't put your name on the list. Can I tell you? I'm so glad they left you in the field. Because had you fit in with them, God would have disqualified you for win. But I'm so glad you got left in the field. Who can thank God that you didn't get included, but that you got excluded? Who can thank God that you didn't get accepted, but you got rejected? That you didn't get picked up, but you got dropped off? So there's this party going on. So there's a party going on. 
And as this party is going on, Samuel says, something weird is going on here. We're about to move. Something weird is going on here. I tell you what we need to do. Um, there has to be another son. Jesse says, well, well, there yet remains the youngest. He's out in the field keeping the sheep. Somebody had to do what nobody else wanted to do. See, your serve is about to set you up. Because the reason he was out there is because nobody else wanted to do it. You're about to be glad that you did the stuff nobody else wanted to do. You're about to be glad you handled the stuff nobody else was willing to have. Is there anybody in this building or online where in the last 12 months of your life, you had to put up with some stuff and deal with some stuff that nobody else would have done, but you made it happen. says, yet David remains. We're moving on. He remains. Somebody had to stay out there with these sheep. Somebody had to do the dirty work because sheep are dirty. Somebody had to be the shepherd to those who fought all the way to get to, mm, to where he's trying to take them. And so, and so he says, well, bring them in here. Pay attention. Samuel says, I'm not sitting down until David's in here. Listen, listen. I told you it's fifth Sunday. Some of you, watch me. And, and, and listen, this is just for some of you. You need to stand for the rest of the message. Listen, let me tell you why. Because it's going to represent what God's making somebody else do for you. They're not going to sit down until you enter the room. They're not going to stop until you enter your resume, until you submit your application. This is not for everybody, but for those of us that know God's about to hold something up until we show up. Your posture of standing is going to prophesy the rest of this year. They can't stop until they see you. They can't sit down until they see you. They're not going to be able to move until they see you. Samuel comes in, and when, or David comes in, and when David see, and when Samuel sees David, he's like, this is the one. He takes the oil. He releases the oil in front of all the expected ones. Look at me. The oil is released on the weird one, and all of the normals have to watch the weird one get the oil. I'm so glad your praise ain't like everybody else. I'm so glad your worship's not like everybody else. Look at me. David didn't say hey to the man of God. He didn't slip him a business card. He didn't say here's my Instagram profile. His worship brought his name up. His praise brought his name up. His consistency brought his name up. I need you to open your mouth in this building online. Say your first and last name. Say my name's being brought up without marketing, without publication. Now, for those of you who are going to stand, you stand. If you want to sit, you sit. But, but it'll be prophetic. It'll be prophecy. Because somebody's going to say, I couldn't sleep until I met with you. I, I, could, I was tossing and turning all night long. And your name, I never even met you, but your name came on my mind. I, and then now the party that David was excluded from is now for him. They didn't invite you to the party, but now you're about to be the guest of honor. They didn't think that you deserved anything after all of what you did. But now God says, but now I'm going to be the guest of honor. You tried to keep me out, and now I'm the one that's taking the seat of honor. <laughs> Y'all still with me? I'm standing with you because I'm about to prophesy out of my 22. I'm standing with you. Last definition, creepy. Fear or, or unease. Here's what you're asking. Is this really happening? 
creepy we think of as like a creep, a person we think of. But really, it, it is, it is. in fact, it, it, it means I, I have fear and I have unease because I'm asking myself, is this really happening for me? In other words, it seems too, but it will be. David didn't ask to be king. He was just faithful with the sheep. And sometimes your faithfulness in one stage of life qualifies you for a stage you never asked for. So here it is. When you combine weird faith plus focus plus favor plus fasting, I talked to you on Wednesday, that gives you weird energy. Now, now watch me. That weird energy, here's what that's going to make you, a weird giver. Your energy is not like everybody else's. This is why when you come in the room, watch me, uh, it shifts the whole atmosphere. Y'all not saying that. This is why, watch me, for some of you, you thought something was wrong with you. No, you just had a weird energy. Your energy shifted, watch me, to where every demonic spirit in the room, when it saw you, it started acting up. How do you know? Because their faces started to change. They were having a lot of things to say until you showed up. And then when you showed up, all of a sudden, ain't nobody got nothing to say. Why? Because my energy just shifted the atmosphere. My energy just changed the entire environment. I need you to fist bump somebody and say, you got that weird energy. You, you ain't on that normal stuff. You on that weird energy that when you show up, I don't need to know the enemy's name. I don't need to know the cancer's name. I don't need to know the sickness name. It knows my name. I am a walking rebuke. Proverbs 11.25, the soul who gives generously shall be made prosperous, and he who waters shall also be watered himself. Now pay attention, say the soul. That's from within you. What did I teach you on Wednesday? That this weird energy, it comes from within you. He says, now unto him that is able to do super abundantly more above uh, than we can ask or think according to the power that is at work within us. Pay attention, the soul from within me that gives how? generously shall be made what prosperous so the bible doesn't say pray for money bible doesn't say pray for opportunity the bible says so where you want to go now i'm not saying that right now now look at this screen make this confession say this will be my best financial year yet because i'm a weird giver Malachi 3.8, will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me, but you say, in what way have we robbed thee? Look at what the Lord says. In tithes and offerings, look at Amplify, you have withheld. But pay attention. God says, because you held back, I held back. Because you held back, I held back. Look at the next part. It says this. Uh, 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 actually, let me teach you this. Say, what do we give? Nehemiah 12, 44, um, there's, 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 there's the ways that we give that I've taught a lot about this month already. Number one, um, the offering. Say, I sow that. That's how you see increase. Then say the first fruit. You sow that. Then say the tithes. Say, I pay that. Sow, sow, pay. You got that? If this was 11.15, we would have already made it a song. It's 9.15, so we're just going to preach it and move. Nehemiah 12, 44, it lists the different ways that we give. The offering, that's what you sow. That's what you give above your type. That's how you see increase in your life. And what have I already taught you? You sow in the tens, you're reaping them. Sow in the twenties, reaping them. Sow in the hundreds, reaping them. Sow in the thousands, reaping them. Sow in the tens of thousands, reaping them. All the six-figure givers say, that's what I'm doing. Who's got faith that say, Lord, make me a seven-figure giver? I, 
Some of y'all scared to even ask for it, but why, why only ask God for stuff you can do? Ask him for something that it's going to take God to do. Say, make me a seven-figure giver. Here we go. Right, the first fruit, that's what you can receive a raise, consistent bonus, start a new job, start a new job, the first fruit, first check. Um, get a $1,000 a month raising your job. At first thousand is a first fruit. The tithe, we pay that. See, the tithe is not seed. So some people, if you go up in church, you're like, I tithe that didn't work. That's because you didn't know what it was supposed to work to do. The tithe was never designed to increase you. The tithe was designed to sustain where you were. The tithe was designed to make your 90% blessed so that you didn't have 100% that was cursed. Are you paying attention to what I'm saying? All right, so watch me. He says, will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me? And he says, how? And tithes and offerings. All right, I'm going to give you a, watch me. I'm going to give you a two-minute break. If you want to sit down, you can sit down, and then we're going to get back up. Some of y'all, you're like, uh-uh, I ain't taking no break because I don't want heaven to break on me. So if you want to stand, come on, keep standing, all right? I know some of y'all don't need you coming after church saying, Bishop, pray for my knees. I'm trying to cut down my healing line, all right? Watch. <laughs> Matter of fact, I pray God, ooh, I pray God give you the strength to stand. I pray that he give you the strength to stand. Mm. You ready? So look at verse 9. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, even this whole nation. Nation there means your whole family. Pay attention. He says, you are cursed with a curse, not necessarily money. So many times when people, especially if you go up to church, you heard the scripture, and you'd say, well, so-and-so's not tithing. They're not giving, and they're doing well. I'm sure, but they hate their husband. And he got, and he got two on the side. So clearly something is cursed and cursed is an empowerment to fail so pay attention the scripture doesn't say that you would be cursed in your money because for some people money issues don't move them you ever met somebody that was kind of flagrant and careless with money like they'd be like here you go here you go. i don't know child i don't know i figured out it did to some people messing with their money wouldn't affect them watch me but messing with their emotions would so this is why they have all these emotional ups and downs. Why? It's tied to their giving because they didn't even recognize that when you withhold what belongs to God, God says wherever it's going to impact you the most, that's where the curse is going to show up first. And so for some of you, watch me, watch me, you withhold and you keep praying for your kids and God says, and, and, and do you not see that there's no transformation and change here? Because this curse was not just limited to you. He says, even the whole nation, which means your whole family. I need you to make this declaration. Say no curses on my house. Come on. Say, I will not withhold what belongs to the Lord. Look at verse 10. Bring. So how do we give? Because this is the next part. See, just this word bring. Bring is a perpetual now. It, it didn't say bring once. It didn't say after you brought. Bring. Say perpetual. So how do we give? We give consistently and we give faithfully. Come on, say, I'm a consistent giver. I'm a faithful giver. Look what he says, all the tithes into the storehouse. The storehouse in the Bible, you got to remember, they were an agricultural society. They, they uh, you know, every time I drive through Kansas, and I said, when I say every time I drive through, I need to be more specific because I wasn't driving. I was a kid, and we were driving through Kansas, and those trips were so scarring. <laughs> Bishop, why were they scarring? Because all you do once you leave Colorado and you hit I-70, you get into Colby, Kansas, they had that one McDonald's, and... Who know about that one McDonald's in Colby, Kansas on I-70? They had that one, she, she loved that McDonald's. And that's all they had, and then it's nothing but fields of grains and corn. And it's such a scarring trip because it makes you think you're never going to get to where you're trying to go to. 
to this day. That's why I'm like, I'm not dry. I don't care. I'm not dry. No, I'm not driving. Give me a helicopter or a plane or, or something. I'm not driving that dry. Too much. They were an agricultural society, so they didn't have money like we have. They didn't have crypto. They weren't on the blockchain. You got it? So here's what happened. Uh, they used grain. They used animals as their method of exchange is money. So when the Bible says storehouse, the storehouse was literally this uh, treasury that was attached to the church. It was attached to the church, and they would bring their grain, they would bring their animals to the storehouse. And that's why the Bible says bring all the tithes into the storehouse, because it literally said it's too much for you to bring. You can't bring up, you know, 88 bushels of wheat and lay it on the stage and say, Lord, so they took it to the storehouse. So when we see storehouse in the Bible, it means bring it to the treasury of the church. Bring all, watch me, because you can't tithe to the United Way. You can't sow an offering into the United Way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not against the United Way. I'm just using an example. You can see people say, well, I give my tithe to the Red Cross. You can't do that. That's not a tithe. I sowed to the Red Cross. You just gave something benevolently, but that doesn't count towards what you give towards the Lord. He said, bring it into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. So what does that mean? Faithful giving is going to what? Change lives. Watch me. So for those of you still standing, I heard the Lord say, I'm going to make them stand up when you walk in the room. Some of y'all at home, I need you to Instagram us. Insta, insta, put it in your story where you're standing for the duration of the message. Why? Because God's not going to let somebody sit down in your life until they favor you. Every David, I need you to open your mouth and worship God for five seconds right there. Go five. You weren't invited, but it's about to be your party. They didn't include you, but it's about to be your. Say, it's happening for me. Come on, say it with authority. Say, it's happening for me. He says, so that there may be food in my house. So faithful giving changes lives. Faithful giving empowers the church to do what it needs to be able to do to change lives. This is why every week we show you the last quarter's update. You'll, we'll get the end of year update. You'll have that by Wednesday and you'll, and you'll get all of your, let me just say this too. Ain't got nothing to do with the message. You'll get your giving statements and all that this week too, okay? Let me just do that, okay? Right. But why do we show you that? So that you can see the food that's in the house. So you can see the number of lives that are being changed and impacted. So that you can know that when you give, yes, you give because the Bible says to. Yes, you give as a method for you being blessed. But not only are you being blessed, you're blessed to be a blessing. Then look what he says. And test me now in this. This is the only area where God says, test me. Try me. You remember when Chick-fil-A? Remember when Chick-fil-A? Remember Chick-fil-A? Remember when Chick-fil-A? Hold on, let's see. What, what we got? Here we go. Remember when Chick-fil-A? Used to have, I couldn't bring the real chicken in. Because it may not have made it. <laughs> remember when Chick-fil-A, who remembers Chick-fil-A at the malls? Chick-fil-A started in the mall because they were unknown. But they knew that malls in that time had foot traffic. Pay attention, for some of you, don't judge your next by your start. Because now most Chick-fil-A's aren't in malls, they're standalone restaurants. Why? But we had to start somewhere. Oh, my God. Do not despise the day of small beginnings. You had to start somewhere so that your name could be brought up. Come on. I need you to open your mouth and say, God, thank you for my small beginning. So they used to have outside of the Chick-fil-A, and they'd have a serving tray, and they'd have little cuts of chicken. And they'd have it on the thing, and you had the toothpick, and, and you know, they put it on there, and then you grab one, and, you know, and then, you know, you walk away. 
And then if you were like me, I'd wait for a shift change. Because they acted like you were taking money, a, a food out of their kid's mouth. Like, you ain't finna eat this. And so then I, I walked right past. I came up there. Would you like a sample? Sure, I'd like a sample. I, I, I love one. Let me taste that. How is that? Oh, wow. what is the name of this restaurant? Look, look at me, look, look, look at me, look at me, look at me. God says, test me. In other words, God says, God says, I want you to try this. I want you to sample this out, and I want you to see it work for yourself. And God says, I'll set the tray out there, and I just need you to test me. Open up your mouth and say, I'll try, Lord, I'll try. For every person that's not a faithful giver, I need you to make up your decision this year. I'm going to not just be a giver, I'm going to be a weird giver. I, and test me now, says the Lord of hosts. We're almost there. Lord of hosts there is Jehovah Sabaoth. Now, this is weird because we're standing throughout the message. I told you anything can happen today. I just heard the Lord say, while you are standing, pay attention, on Sunday morning, he is in somebody's brunch meeting right now. I need you to put your name in the atmosphere one more time. Go. Because the brunch is about to turn to be about you. Oh, my God. If you're standing, find another person that's standing and just fist bump up and say, it's going to be good for you this year. Tell them. And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. Now, Lord of hosts there is this phrase that means the Jehovah Seboeth. Jehovah Seboeth means the Lord that fights for you, which means when you're a weird giver, God changes his nature. When you're a weird giver, when people mess with you, God says, they're not going to meet the God of mercy. They're not going to meet, y'all not going to say, they're not going to meet the God of comfort. They're not going to meet the God of patience. When you're a weird giver, God says, I will fight for you. Which means, woe unto he that comes against you. Why? Because your giving is going to fight for you. This is why you don't need to clap back. Why? Your giving will. This is why you don't need to get even. Why? Your giving will. I need you to act like God's about to fight for you all in 2022. God says, I will cut their head. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. I will back them up because they never should have messed with you. Woe unto he that put his mouth on you. Woe unto she that put her mouth on you. God says, I will fight for you. He said, I'll fight for you. Your giving will make me fight for you. That's what you did you see it right here in your Bible? Look at this. If I will not open up for you the windows of heaven, what does that mean? It's a Hebrew idiom that means I will rain on your seed. Lift your hands in this building online. Say, my seed's being rained on. Every seed you got in the ground, God says, I'm raining on your seed. And for those of you that say, well, Bishop, it's been a while. I haven't seen a return on the seed. I saw him back when. That must mean the harvest is going to be pretty big. He said, some 30, some 60, some 90, some 100. Prophesy to somebody on your road. Say, you a hundredfold. You are... Type it on the screen. You're a hundredfold. That's why it's taking so long. 25,000 times 100 is a whole lot. 35,000 times 100 is a whole lot. And he's blessing you to be a blessing. And he's blessing you to be a blessing. Let's go. And pour out for you such a great blessing. There's not enough room to receive it. What does that mean? When you pour, he pours. Some of you are like, God, when are you going to pour? He says, when you start. Now, let's take this beyond money. Say beyond money. 
Come on, what am I going to get some, some loyal friends when you're one? God, when am I going to get some help when you're a help to somebody else? Lord, when am I going to find a, a, a good quality relationship when you're a good quality person to be in a relationship with? It's quiet in this building right now. I got an 1115 and don't know me at this 9:15. What, when, in the world, when in the world am I going to see people, I see all these stories on, on social media about people getting hooked up. When am I going to hook up? When you become somebody else's hookup? Look at your neighbor and say, I got the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Ah, listen. All right, for all my millennials, that's uh, a rapper. His name is Master P. And uh, he founded what is known as No Limit Records that produce um, music artists like uh, Silk the Shocker and, and, and Birdman, Mystical, uh, 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 Mia X. Uh, Google it. Some of y'all are like, I don't know. Mia, who is that? Uh, juvenile. Call him Big Daddy when you send that praise up. All right, here we go. <laughs> Say, when I, pour, he pours. when I pour, he pours. When you stop pouring, he stops pouring. For some of you all, you've gotten so angry and frustrated with people, you got so angry and frustrated with situations that you stopped pouring, which is why you feel stuck because he stopped pouring, which means you had to sit stagnant. Say, Lord, give me my pour back. I need you to love, watch me, better than you used to love. I need you to pour so much that even if somebody gets an attitude with you, like, I'm not even phased by your little stinking attitude. I know you ain't elbow me the whole time we've been in church. I know you ain't fist bump, but I'm going to keep doing it to you. Why? Because when I pour, he pours. And I need God to pour something huge for me this year. Look, he says that there will not be room for you to receive it. Verse 11. Then, say then. Then I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Now, remember, they're an agricultural society. So what would rob them of their harvest? Insects and plague. Which means it would come and eat away at their harvest. God says, watch me, when you are a weird giver, I am going to rebuke anything that tries to mess with your harvest. Which means they're going to go into the computer system and find it even though they told you they couldn't. You'll avoid accidents that were supposed to bankrupt you, but instead you'll come out and you'll be enriched from what was supposed to kill you. You're not hearing what I'm saying? Lift your hands. I heard the Lord say that what was supposed to kill you, he's going to use it to enrich you. I need you to worship God with her, please. Come on, it's fifth Sunday. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Say, Lord, rebuke the devourer for my sake. So let me give you three quick examples. Three quick examples. I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you want to take a two-minute break to sit down, if you're one of my standards, you can sit down. If you want to keep standing, keep on standing. Lord, give them the strength to stand. Mm. Watch me. For, for those of us standing, I just heard the Lord say, he said, I need you to be in the posture of, of, of standing. And said, for some of you, you don't stand because you feel uncomfortable in front of people. He said, I'm, I'm about to destroy your, watch me, where you are overly uh, self-critical. 
If, watch me. If you sometimes struggle with your esteem where you're overly critical of yourself, you say, I just think I'm going to be in front of nobody. I just, mm -mm. I need you to lay your hand because you're the one he's going to pick. Lay your hands on yourself and say, my esteem is lifted in Jesus' name. Say, I am not insecure. Say, I am not overly self-critical. Say, but I am confident. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me this year. Three quick examples. First Kings 3, 4. The king, this is talking about King Solomon, went to Gibeon to sacrifice. So pay attention. To give, he had to make a trip. Say, say weird giver. Which, which means he had to get uncomfortable from where he was. He had to go up, and Gibeon was a high place. And notice the next thing. Say, I'm a weird giver. It was a sacrifice. See, for some of you, you tip, but you don't sacrifice. It's nothing for you to sow 200. It's nothing for you to sow 2,000. It's nothing for you to sow 20,000. God says, I need some weird givers that are going to sacrifice. Mm. For that was a great high place. Pay attention. When you give, it is the highest level of your spirituality. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. Pay attention to the operative, not word, but letter. A thousand burnt offerings, plural, which means he consistently sacrificed. And 2022, watch me. You can't, I sold back in January. Are you kidding me? You already got that back. God says, I need you to consistently sow and consistently sacrifice. Come on, open up your mouth and say, I'm consistent. At verse 5, at Gibeon. The Lord appeared to Solomon at Gibeon. The Lord appeared to Solomon. Let's go back to Chick-fil-A. Come on, let's go back to Chick-fil-A. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. And as the Lord appeared to Solomon, hey, hey, this is my, my Chick-fil-A worker. Come on up. You ready? Now, now when you go to Chick-fil-A, uh, here's, here's, here's what they do. When you go to Chick-fil-A, they tell you, uh, they tell you uh, how may I serve you? They don't say like some restaurants. Go on. Baby, what you want? Are you ready? They, they asked the question, how may I serve you? You ready? Okay, now, 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 now watch me, watch me. No, get your, no we're going to go Chick-fil-A. We're going we're to do the flower in a minute. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. They got the bag ready. All right, come on. Turn towards the people because they got the bag ready. Show them the bag. They got the bag ready. L look at what happens. Everybody look on the screen. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and said to him, look at the screen, how may I serve you? I'm not fooling with y'all. I'm coming over here. Because Solomon was a weird giver. In the middle of the night while Solomon is dreaming, God appears to him and says, how may I serve you? Ask, look at the screen. Ask what I shall give you. In other words, he says, you can have whatever you like. So pay attention. When you're a weird giver, God will take your order. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. May I take your order? Would you look over at somebody and say, God's going to ask you a question this year. How can he take your order? Yeah, kid. And since I'm asking God, I ain't asking for no Happy Meal. I ain't asking for no Mighty Kids Meal. Baby, give me the number one. To all be patty special. So I 
Open up your mouth, please. Say, he's going to take my order this year. Second one, Genesis 26 and 1. Now, there was a famine in the land. Now, there was a, watch me, there was a coronavirus pandemic in the land. There was job uncertainty in the land. There was inflation in the, you know what I, you know, listen, when I hear the news, oh, inflation, oh, I'm 3%, up, you know, I'm just like, ooh, that's so sad what everybody else is going through. Because it's for me and my house. The favor of the Lord rests on us. I need you to act like you in the world, but not of the world. I need you to act like whatever the world's going through, it ain't coming to your house. I need you to act like there's no struggle in your finances. There's no struggle in your life. Open your mouth, please. Say, it's not happening in my house. You're going to prosper in a pandemic. That was God's assignment when the pandemic began. He said, son, don't you teach these people to fear and don't you let them put crazy stuff out of their mouth. He says, you teach them to prosper in a pandemic and praise report after praise report after praise report after. Now there was a famine in the land. Verse 12, then Isaac. So, so let me get you who you're going to be. Say, I'm Solomon. He sold sacrificial offerings consistently. Say, I'm Isaac. So look at what Isaac did. Verse 12, when Isaac sowed in that land, in uncertainty. Some of you keep saying, well, I just, if I get this, I don't know. Stop! Then you're a regular giver. So then expect regular harvest. But if I do this, I, then stop! I remember after, after building a very successful business, I told this story before, very successful business, I watched that industry collapse over the weekend. And I was like, Lord, what is going on? And, and, and I said, Lord, if you teach me how to get out of this, I will teach other people how to get out of it. And it was the first book that I ever wrote. It's called Making, uh, get, The Art of Getting Your Finances in Order. We rebranded it this year or last year and called it Making Money Moves. Somebody say, I ain't got to dance no more. I say, I make money moves. Listen, this is good. The 915 is giving me an 1115 vibe today. This is good. Watch me. So here I was in a situation where my whole business, I just opened a brand new office, was shut down. I was simultaneously in ministry, but I wasn't a senior pastor at the time. Whole business was shut down. N nothing is happening. I went from one to a whole nother level. I was like, I've, I ain't seen this level since I was 12. I was like this. Mitsubishi, Subaru, and Honda. Tesla. Listen. I said, God, what is this? So he said, son, I'm going to teach you how to get out of it. So I gave my way out. I was sowing $1,000 offerings on credit saying, if I sow it, God, in 30 days, I'm going to need you to make sure I have it. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I sowed in the midst of uncertainty. And for some of you all, you can't wait. Well, I don't know if this is coming. I need you to sow like it is anyhow. Why? Your God is not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of a man that he's got to repent. Isaac sowed in that land. Say, I'm Isaac today. Say, I'll sow even in uncertainty. And I need you to get ready. Here's your shout. We got one more. We out of here. And he reaped when? In 2022. Open your mouth. Say, the same year I sow is the same year I'll reap. Come on, speak to your life and say, and whatever I've sown, 
in previous years that has not yet been harvested, I call it forth now. It be under behind. Say, I call it forth now. In the same year, same year, same year. Fist bump somebody say, this year. Online type and say, this year. Find you somebody to make eyes with and point to them and say, this year. You're going to reap what you sow. Say, if I were you, I'd get the seed in the ground now. Look at me. He reaped in the same year. What did he reap? It's on the screen. What did he reap? We don't know what he sowed, but we know what he reaped. And a hundredfold is different than a hundred times. Uh-uh, you missed it. See, 100 times means you take it and multiply it by 100. 100 fold means it's compounded. I don't have time to break the math down, but it, all I'm going to say is God's going to exceed your expectation. Say, and then the Lord blessed him. Say, verse 13. Uh -huh. Say, and the man became very rich. Now, since you're Isaac, let's replace it. Notice, pay attention. Can I teach you real quick? Whenever the Bible removes the use of someone's name, it is a faith move for you to put your name there. Notice how it says Isaac, but then it calls him that man. Which means if I do what Isaac did, I become that man. If you did what Isaac did, you become that man. You're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. Say, I'm that one. Say, and that same year. Say your name. I just want you to read what's on the screen. Became rich. Rich means he didn't lack anything. Rich means he didn't lack, he didn't wake up saying, what am I going to do today? He woke up and said, what did I make last night? I wish I had some. Your money's about to work for you. You ain't working to get no check. You're making your living from your giving. And I prophesy your money's going to make you money this year. And I prophesy your investments are going to make you money this year. And I prophesy you'll buy at the right time, sell at the right time, so you maximize your profits, not for your glory, but for God's glory. Say, and that man, say, that's me, became rich. Now watch this next part. And gained. Oh, you can say it with me if you want to. And gained more and more until. Now this last part, can I get you to not say anything? Like if you're like, I don't really believe all of this. and I didn't, That's totally cool. That's so, but, but you're not going to mess with us. I don't really. You know, you get people. Like, look, if you're going to believe. If people, it amazes me how people will doubt this stuff in the Bible. But are so big on, they want to go straight to hell. They're so big on hell, the demons, all that, the devil, all that. But you don't want to believe the gospel is good news. So if you want to pick something to doubt, doubt that. But don't doubt this. I, matter of fact, don't doubt any of it. But can I tell you? Watch me say this is good news. For this last part, please only say this. Please only say this. If you believe you're going to be the first in your bloodline. Watch me. To where not only are you debt free, but to where when you exit the earth. Watch me. They ain't going to be fighting over how they bury you. 
they're not going to be doing uh, 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 fundraisers to get you taken care of. But what you will leave is an inheritance for your children and your children. Your children won't know lack. If you don't have kids, that's okay. Your nieces and nephews will not have lack. So he became very wealthy. Say your name. Say, I am becoming very wealthy. You sit next to a whole testimony. You're sitting next to it. You're chatting with the whole testimony. Say, I'm a weird giver. Last one, last one. And again, if it's your very first time, listen, yes, today's message is called Weird Giver. So yes, the whole message is about giving. But we preach about everything. So I do, do not take one message and try to say all he preaches about is money. You're a liar. A whole lie. Today's message is about giving. So that's why we're preaching about giving. All right? Last week, we preached about fasting. Wednesday, we preached about energy. Week before, we preached about favor. Weeks before, we preached about faith. Weeks before, we preached about focus. On Wednesday, we preaching about love. It's going to be good. Love. We got to move. All right? Last one. Say last one. First Kings 17, 12. So there's this widow woman. The Bible says she has a handful of flour. And he was ready on this flour. He's got a handful. Come on up here now. He got a handful of flour. Say a handful. handful. And it was probably that all-purpose flour. <laughs> Wasn't whole wheat. It was regular AP. Bible says she only had a handful of flour. Listen, in a jar and a little oil. Say a little oil. In a jug. Now, pay attention because, because, because she literally tells Elijah, the man of God. She tells Elijah, the man of God. Elijah shows up and said, hey, give me some water. And while you up, bring me a biscuit. Bring me one of them Cracker Barrel biscuits that are fresh hot out the oven with warm butter and apple butter. Mix it in and let it just sit for a couple of seconds. Do I have a witness in the building or online? Maybe Cracker Barrel is not your particular place to go. Bring me one of them Roadhouse. So these are my confessions. So the other day, other day, I was Wednesday, I was just over Wednesday. And, and, and twice a week, I, I, I break from my normal caloric deficit thing to where I, I'll just eat. And I still count them, and then I know what I got to make up the next day. So on Wednesday, I went into the roadhouse. I said, I don't care today. I said, I'm eating today. I had one basket. <laughs> then I had another basket. <laughs> And then I said, I should stop. Just give me two more. She said, she said don't judge me. Stop counting. Put your calculator down. See, this is the problem with Denver. Y'all always judging people. I sure did. I didn't care how much butter I had. I said, bring me some more butter. 
And then she brought me something that were kind of cold. I said, no, baby, I need you to bring me, bring me the one. Soon you see her pull them out the oven. If it don't burn you, it ain't going to touch me. I need, <laughs> I need your hand to burn when you bring me my bread. Bishop, what does that have to do with the word? Nothing. I just wanted you to know that we all have moments where we want a biscuit. Elijah, Elijah was tired. He was the man of God, and he says, baby girl, get me some water, and don't bring me no regular water. Bring me some good water, and bring me a biscuit. She responds, I only have a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. Pay attention. So he asked her for what she doesn't have. Look at me. When you're a weird giver, he's going to ask you for something. You're going to be like, God, I don't even have that. He's going to be like, but if you'll do what I say, I'll make it up. God, I wish I had faith in this room. For some of you, you're going to hear things you're supposed to sow this. You're going to be like, God, where's that going to come from? God says, if you'll sow it, I'll give it to you. Watch me. He says, and now I'm gathering, pay attention to the screen, a couple of sticks that I may go and prepare for myself and my son. Two people. Say two people. Two sticks. Say two ingredients. Pay attention. Say two people. Two sticks. Two ingredients. Two is the biblical number of witness. Which means the Bible is setting us up because we're about to witness something incredible. We got to go. He says, that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. Y'all with me? All right, we got to skip to verse 13. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. And Bishop Foreman said to the people of Harvest in January, do not fear. Say, I will not fear. But first, which means what is she about to sow? A first fruit. But first, make me a little cake, make me a little biscuit, and bring it to me. He says, give me mine first. Verse 16, and the jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty. In fact, the Bible says, the Bible says that her, come on here. The Bible says that her and her family ate for many days, which means God took what you sowed. And it wasn't much to you, but God turned it into something amazing. I'm here to tell you, 2020, your life is about to be amazing. Your finances are going to be amazing. Not just because you said it, but because you sowed. Not just because you shouted, but because you sowed. And I'm glad about it. I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm glad about it fist bump somebody next to you and say I'm excited about your finances say this is going to be your best year yet say your business is up your savings is up your investments are up say God is for you and I'm glad about it we got to go Here's about our schools. We got to go. 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 If you're in this building online you need to become a Christian today this is your moment. This look good too. May not make it to the 1115. <laughs> if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself a little or be sure in this building or online. I need you on a count of three. Raise your hand in this building or online. Do the hand wave emoji. Say, it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, put that hand up in this building online. I see you. God bless you. God bless you. Online, do the hand wave emoji. Say, it's me. Everybody, real quick, pray this with me. Say, Father.
Thank you for dying in my place because of this belief, because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, text that QR code right there. Or text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.